In this podcast, we review pilot episodes of popular TV shows with a dose of shenanigans along the way. I'm Baden. I'm Dave. And the carry on our spooky selection of TV programmes leading up to Halloween, we are doing Fox's The X-Files. Do you believe? <laughs> I do. So sit back, relax, and don't blame the pilot. <laughs> Do you actually believe? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, David? Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I, I want, I want to believe. There you go. But like for real, I want to. But uh, I never thought like one of the you know like I used to live in uh, I used to live somewhere that's like, very famous for alien uh, sightings. Gulf mm. Bre- Gulf Breeze, yeah, in Florida, it's right next to Pensacola, and um, there's these like. Well, now infamous photos, you know, of like um, double exposed photos of these like UFOs. That, well, that's how they did it. It's double exposure, you know, uh, with old uh, film. You could, you know, like you'd take it into a dark room and expose it to the red light. And then I, I don't quite know the how it works out. But the idea was, so you have a, you have two real things. Yeah. And then you just like kind of glue one on top of the other. And that's what made those photos look so real, like, you know, like analog ghost photos and analog, like, mm. UFO things. That's, that's Anyway, that's how they did it. But, uh, no, no, it's, uh, I was really looking forward to, like, the UFO files coming out this year. And then it just sort of, nothing really came of it and nothing. Well, I mean, uh, Corridor Crew did a whole, like, debunking of it all. Yeah. Of all the stuff that was released. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, it's all debunked, really. <laughs> and it's it's always interesting how bad of a quality they are as well. Yeah. Which is quite funny. Conveniently uh, bad quality. And, and they all seem to happen in America. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but, but before we jump on into all that, because I'm, I'm sure there's loads of alien stuff we can we can chat about. There's, there's a lot you can delve into it. Um, j- just to kind of kick on from what we were talking about last week with Squid Games. Uh-huh. Um so I just got just got one comment says uh, it's called that one simp is the account name uh, <laughs> he or she said I love the show I also really watching Squid Games it's just nice finding good content about it uh, yeah uh, thank you for that and I've had a few people on on the Reddit you know um, c- kind of giving us a lot of suggestions of, of what we should do next there's one which I've never heard about have you heard of a show called Justified no. Apparently that has great pilots. So that might be someone we may look into uh, after we've done our Halloween shenanigans. Uh, carrying on with Squid Games, though, uh, I, f- I found this article, and uh, apparently they're doing a real-life Squid Games to be held in United Arab Emirates. And but not like... Well, well, here's the thing, right? So this was posted without any context. It was just like a, cl- a link to the article. And um, everyone's going like, oh, well, survival of the fittest. You know, if you go in there, sorry, to like national selection, people are thick as shit. And I read the article, you know, like you should. You shouldn't just read the the title. And essentially, um, South Korean, uh, oh, what's it called? It's essentially like a group of people trying to like um, spread like cultural awareness of like Korean traditions and stuff like that mm-hmm. is using squid games and going to certain countries and actually doing... Squid Game, obviously nobody's going to get killed or anything, but that, like having like a, a fun thing and showing everyone like different games that they play in Korea to kind of um, sh- show the culture. Oh, okay. 
so you know it's 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 quite a harmless thing and i think it's quite nice and obviously you know people have been making articles about us doing the rounds online and people go like oh it would be a middle eastern country wouldn't it and lots of xenophobic a favorite word of the year david m comments coming out because <laughs> of it as well uh so i just found that really funny i had like a back and forward with somebody who's just oh you'd be thick to go in that man why would you die for like all this well like, but the thing wow. but without the death it's just any old game show right yeah, but obviously they're using Squid Games because it's like the biggest thing at the moment. Um, <laughs> the, the biggest export. The big, their biggest export probably ever, you know, ever yeah. <laughs> pop and K-pop. And they're just using it to their <clears throat> advantage. Fair play indeed. Yeah. Um, just before we crack on with X-Files, I saw something um, on the way here and um, I was driving back home and there was a car and I, I think I've got the quote. I, I didn't get, I wasn't able to get a picture of it. Okay. This has nothing to do with anything, but I just it really made his birth start laughing. Yeah. And it's it has written on the window, the back window, um, cocaine dealer, fanny feeler. <laughs> and I just crease and I and I drove next to the person just to get like and it's <laughs> A exactly exactly yeah. the person you'd think it would be. Really? Yeah, tattoos everywhere, has a hoodie on, you know, the smoking <laughs> in, in the car, and I just thought, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Nothing to do with the show or anything. I just thought I'd show you. Do you remember the car? <laughs> no, it was it was something like Subaru. It was it was that type of elk. I'm not a car person, so uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just thought I thought you'd find that funny. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Only in Sunderland. Only or, in Sunderland. Or America. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> well, they don't really call them fannies to this. So. A fanny pack. Fanny's the back, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I well, bet that still work. Yeah, it? I bet that's where anal came from. Just a confusion of uh, language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, cool. Should, should we just should we just crack on with this? Yeah. So the X Files: two FBI agents, Fox Mulder, the Believer, and Dana Scully, the Skeptic, investigate the strange and unexplained, while hidden forces work to impede their efforts. Um, what's your first exposure to X Files? I was so young, I can't even remember. It's always been there. It's you know, I think the first I saw was the Simpsons reference. You know where? Um, yeah, of course. Mister Burns is uh, in glowing green, like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's forest. the alien yeah. in the woods. I know. Yeah, yeah. of course. I, I, I'm assuming that's an episode. Piss take. Yeah, yeah, happens yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. But the, you know, the Simpsons were so big at the time that uh, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson actually did it. <laughs> you know. They actually like played. Oh their, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They played, it, weren't they? yeah. They played Mulder and Scully in that Simpsons episode. It's, it's speaking, speaking of Jilly Anderson, um, mm-hmm. just to kind of relate it to what's happening now, because you know, um, you know, obviously Bond's been out, uh-huh. and obviously loads of people perpetuated this myth about you know like thinking that everyone that um, the studios are going to cast a female Bond, mm-hmm. right? And there's been loads of videos about it. And, you know, it's one of those things that people do where, you know, they just they just create controversy just for the sake of it. Yeah. And nobody's, nobody's, like, there's not going to be a female Bond, yet loads of quote-unquote right-wing movie channels, neckbeard-type things, jumping on board with us. Um, but I was, I was kind of, you know, diving in, because I, 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 love, I love watching crap like that. Yeah. And, um, and all of that. And... I, I, I completely forgot, but Gillian Anderson actually, I think, I don't know if, I don't know the context, but she put herself up to be Bond when Spectre came out in 2015. Really? And that's when the whole um, female 
thing. I, I don't know. I think it was like an off comment in an interview. Yeah. I think all she probably said was like, oh, I'd oh, do oh, it. I could do it. Yeah. You <laughs> know what I mean? And that was it. And then the internet went absolutely mental. Anyway, I think that got dredged up recently because of the new Bond. Um, and I was watching X-Files and I kind of thought like, ah, do you know what? Why not? <laughs> really? Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of against the idea. I was kind of against the idea because you know, for me, at the end of the day, if there's a good story to tell, it doesn't matter who's playing Bond. If it works in, within the context of the story, if you're casting somebody just for the sake of it, yeah, you know, to, to get like popularity points, then it'll never work, regardless mm. of who you cast. I think there's a problem with the like the ghost, like the female Ghostbusters thing. You know, and um, there's nothing wrong with having female characters per se but you know if, if it works in the story but I was I was watching X-Files and I was thinking about it and I thought like god yeah she, there's something quite quite cool about her well yeah the only and I guess one of the main things is like anyone who's traditionally uh, played Bond has aged like fine wine and uh, Gillian Anderson uh, actually looks better than she ever she looks better now yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so and I played Thatcher as well in The Crown mm-hmm. yeah she, 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 she's ridiculously good mm-hmm. good actor yeah well I've got a bit I've got a uh, You've got, got a couple facts. of facts, yeah, and All I've right, got I've got right, some okay. actually about. Um, she's had, she's had a huge part in the way the show came out, but uh, before I get to that, I'll just read them in order that I've got some mind blowing ones here. Go on. So, the X Files had an episode where the American government crashed a passenger airline at the World Trade Center in order to start a money making war in the Middle East, and it aired in March of two thousand and one. How fucking crazy is that? I mean, like, it's like, <laughs> you know, it, it all goes down the way you think it would. The only difference being at night time. <laughs> that's mental. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I've, weird. I've, I've got nothing to say about that. That's no, just, that's a show, ridiculous. it's just bizarre, isn't it, that a show about conspiracies, basically. Yeah. And like, believing the truth would, would have a plot point of that specific thing. That to then happen, like... Well, I, I guess... Five months later. Five months after it aired, that's crazy. Well, it's inter- 9-11's quite an interesting thing, obviously. Um, simply because there's so much, like, I guess, coincidences that people kind of link with this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's been a few things of people talking about crashing planes in the buildings and stuff like that. And I think there's even one about the Twin Towers and, like, bits of media here and there. Yeah. Um, people always go, well, that's really freaky. But you got to realise that, for one, it was the tallest building buildings in the world. Yeah. And, of course, people are going to make fiction around that. It's why the Empire State Building has, like, Kong on it and stuff like that. Not because the building's anything interesting, because it's, like, the biggest building. It's it's cinematic. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, and, obviously, the, the show's about conspiracies, and, you know, the, the government's got lots of aliens. Cons- it's, all, it's all that, and they probably thought, and with the, the zeitgeist at the time, you know, um, you had like the Afghan war, you know, the Gulf War in, in the 90s yeah. when people were probably th- thinking about that. And to be honest with you, it kind of makes sense from a plot point. It's just r- very close to actually really happening. Yeah, yeah. Very, very close. I think is what's mad about it. Don't, don't worry, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to steal its thunder or anything, but it's just... Um, yeah, it, it's the reason why Simpsons is able to predict a lot because you just go by what you know. The, you know the whole Trump president thing with the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, that was actually taken as like a joke. That, that was just a joke clip for yeah. Fox. They actually just copied off um, the actual Trump rally that he did. But people have now um, misinformed people to think that it's actually a real episode that aired in like 
the early notes. Oh no, you can tell yeah. from the animation that it's like like it really really modern. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then again, there was there was a um, an off joke that Lisa did in one. Yeah, of, when in she's in the future. When she, yeah, when she says Trump, but people, oh well, God, she predicted this. It's like no, but like Trump ran for president in two thousand, and it was a joke then, and it's a joke now. Still, if someone told me Trump's <laughs> going to run for president now, I'd go like, God, really? That's ridiculous. And yeah. you go like, Oh shit, what happened? Yeah. You know, um, I think it was one of them. Yeah, so obviously it's it's a very zeitgeisty show. That's uh Yeah, yeah, well I mean of course like they're gonna um that was the whole point, you know, of the X Files anyway. And it was um I don't know if you know this either, but the uh when they were writing it they would like really blag it. The writers would actually completely blag the show. Like so it initially started out as like a monster of the week kind of show I was going to ask if it was that or not so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah um it was that but basically what happened I don't want to jump the gun too much but this this is this is a big fact right so I'll try my best to get out as quick as I can okay so you know um the main antagonist of the show could you ever guess who it is from the first episode and um, that guy at the end yes right literally called up until a certain point, the cigarette smoking man, right? Right, okay. He's he's fuck all but an extra at this point, right? He's okay. just, he was purely put there because he looked cool smoking a cigarette, right? That was it. They I had, thought they kind of insinuated he had, he had, he was trying to cover up something. Nope. <laughs> he's just there. Oh, he's just, a, oh, okay. He's just right. there. He just so happens to be the guy who puts, you know, puts away the, uh, the probe thing the head probe right thing. right it's just right. and it was for no reason they just and, and that was it it just needed a guy to do that that was yeah. it right. right that was all it was um anyway he was brought back to the show for the sole reason that Gillian Anderson um was pregnant during the filming of season two mm. so the uh the show revolves entirely around Mulder and Scully and their relationship mm-hmm. so the writers are going what the fuck do we do so poor Gillian Anderson, bless her. She had to, um, she had to get abducted by aliens, and from the back of a back of a trunk in a car, like in the boot of a car. Mm. And um, so the heavily pregnant Gillian Anderson had to climb into the boot of a car, and uh, they had to film it, getting her abducted, so they could get her off screen. And they started to um, bring back a lot of the season one characters, and even at this point, they just brought him back because he looked cool, and they just tried giving him a line. And it turned out that he could act and they had no idea. They had no idea. And he was just sick. Really cool. Yeah. And that was it. And um, and that poor man, bless him, uh, ended up addicted to cigarettes again. He'd given up 20 years prior. <laughs> Did not use fake cigarettes? No, no, he smoked them. <laughs> <laughs> damn cool doing it as well. Yeah, and um, a, lot of, a lot of fans of the show even still believed that it was great foreshadowing and all that. They're like, oh, he's there from the very beginning because he doesn't really pop back up until but it was, it was late the, season two. It was two. probably the writers. Right, right, we need one guy to put, you know, put away the evidence. Mm-hmm. And then that was it, yeah. But at this point, the show then started to have an overarching plot. Mm. And it, um, in the long run was the best thing to happen to the show. I, I, I was thinking about the whole Monster of the Week thing because... I, I was more interested about their relationship rather than what was the, the case, to be honest with you. Well, the relationship does develop and stuff. It's sort of it's sort of a weird one because uh, like the idea at the time, you know, this is way before people would um, 
binge a show or anything mm. like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, God, even, you know, you mentioned The Simpsons when you bought like, uh, see, you bought a Simpsons VHS. It wasn't even like, it was just five random episodes from like different seasons, you know, and they just plopped them all yeah. together. Like you rarely bought like the season, you know, mm. that was like not really a thing. And it was the same with the X-Files. You used to just buy random like VHS and I had a few like, I said had like alien themed ones or like fucking ghost themed ones, you know, like that was the way you did it. Didn't really matter what order you watched them initially right so it's got a very thin overarching plot um the it, it sort of rewards you in maybe like three episodes a season for watching them all but they wanted it intentionally to be like well you can just tune in out whenever you want well, so, well speaking about writing this as a problem and vince gilligan wrote a few episodes for this didn't he He was like there from the beginning yes he was not there from the beginning was it oh, right. no okay. but he did get his um he did get his break uh, this was the show that he started um, writing on. Yeah, um, yeah. And of course, there's the really famous episode now called Drive from season six, which starred Brian Cranston. And Vince cast him in the role. He actually picked him, uh, loved him, and then always had him in mind to play Walter White when he got around to making Breaking Bad. So um, here's another one. Uh, Final Destination. I mean, shit franchise, but still a massive movie franchise was originally written as an episode of The X-Files, but the showrunner Chris Carter didn't like the idea. And there you go. So they made a fucking film instead. <laughs> well, well, what happens in that? Oh, I, I guess. What, in Final Destination? Oh, is it the first one? Yeah, yeah. That I, haven't was a... I haven't seen any of them. Oh, right. The The idea is... Um, it, it... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know the idea. I know the, I know the concept of this. Yeah, well, it came, it came from a true story anyway that... Um, there was a lady in the 90s that uh, got spooked to the idea of going on a plane. Right. She was, like, convinced by a mother not to go on. And the plane crashed. It was a real deal. Real, really happened. And uh, they are, the idea for the X-Files was, like, what if we have this one character that had cheated death, but then death will be coming for you? You know, like, you can't cheat death. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then they made it into, like, a an ensemble of characters that all managed to avoid getting on this flight. And that's where Final Destination came from. Just an X-Files idea. The only, thing, the only thing about Final Destination I remember is the, the two women who were on Sunbeds. Oh, I can't even remember which film that is. I can't remember which, like, I've seen, like, four of them and I, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> going, going back to just, sorry, just quickly if I had, had a point. And going back to, you know, we're talking about Vince Gilligan writing this. Yes. Um, You know how, it's, it's interesting you were saying how they were blagging it along the way, but Breaking Bad's completely blagged. Well. Yeah, it's not because it's not um, necessarily a bad thing, you know. No, I, I and I see this get brought up all the time. With for instance, I think Star Wars is the one that people keep bringing up. Oh, they should have had a plan. Yeah, well, the first one didn't have a plan. It's completely bl- blagged. Princess Leia wasn't Luke's br- like sister. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was just they just made it up on the on the fly. Um, yeah. So there's nothing there's nothing wrong with doing that. If anything, it's quite good. But I know Breaking Bad that they deliberately wrote themselves into holes to try and get out of it because it would always be like. Well, you know the whole the whole Gus kind yeah. of story, you know, where it'd be like, how on how on earth is Walter going to get out of this? Mm. And that's what it was. I had to like figure it out. Well, um, the X Files was the other way, where they unintentionally wrote themselves into big trouble, um, like silly things like um, get out of it though. Yeah, well, funny enough, maybe this is just a David Duchovny thing because the same thing happened with Californication, but uh, right, right. the the plan was to end the show. From the from the very get go, Chris Carter, who's the showrunner, 
the idea was to end at season five and then have a trilogy of films with a bigger budget. Mm. They got that film, but bear in mind that it was one of the biggest shows ever at the mm. time. Uh, Fox were absolutely having none of it. And you're like, we'll give you the money to make the film, but you are making season six, boy. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, that was it. It, was, it wasn't. I remember it being a massive thing, even when I was dead young. Yeah, yeah it was huge. It's huge. It's um, just people love fucking aliens, conspiracy, especially in the nineties. Maybe it's maybe it's like the reason people are into it from the nineties. You don't want to think of the nineties. Everyone thinks of like all that, or I do anyway. It's just a big, like big culture. Driven kind of some, thing. Some some of the Twin Peaks is reminding me a lot of Twin Peaks. I don't know if that was just the time it was kind of filmed. I know it won, I know the different years, but it's of that same era. Oh no, it's bit, um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely inspired by Twin Peaks. Yeah, but even even some of the film, it, we'll, we'll get into that. Is, have you got any more facts? Uh, do, 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 do. Yes, I do. Um, I mentioned David Duchovny that um, and we're obviously massive fans of him one of one of my yeah. favourite TV actors ever um, and it's hard not to imagine him as Fox Mulder in this but um, that decision to cast him was made very late on the role almost and I mean almost went to Bruce Campbell believe it or not I think that'd be amazing yeah he would have been ripe for it really wouldn't he would have been perfect yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love David Duchovny, but Bruce Campbell being in the X-Files, it would have changed his life, I think. He, he, the role reminded me of, like, a Harrison Ford role when he was younger. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the first thing you meet him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've got um, I've got another one. Ooh, on. Another fact for you. I'll, get, I'll just get it out of the way. But um, Scully's character is based um, entirely on a Clarice from Silence of the Lambs. I thought so. Yeah, so much so that Gillian Anderson's contract stopped her from playing an FBI agent in any other role. And it was a right. good idea. <laughs> yeah, well, they knew <laughs> because um, when the Silence of the Lambs sequels were being made, their person of choice was Gillian Anderson, but they couldn't get her. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait did, could they not get the original actor? to do the wait, wait the sequel sounds oh you mean like Hannibal yeah 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 yeah. did someone else play the um Jodie Jodie Foster's Jody not Foster. in all of them no but they, they got different FBI agents to do like similar parts you right know? got it yeah um I can't remember who exactly I think Edward Norton's in one I, of them I, I, I thought I thought Clarice straight away oh like, um, Edward Norton was in Red Dragon yeah that's right yeah, yeah yeah that's the one and um <laughs> So, yeah, they 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 like kind of had a feeling, which is weird because um, nobody uh, at Fox wanted Gillian Anderson apart from Chris Carter. They thought that she wasn't attractive enough, and then ironically, three years later, she was voted um, the world's most attractive woman in some stupid magazine. But funny enough, I think the same happened to Jodie Foster. They said the same about her; she mm. wasn't attractive enough. Yeah. Yeah, so it's weird. Yeah, I, I thought Clarice straight away, the way she goes on, just like take the same character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, that is by design. That was intentional. It was intentionally based on Clarice. Yeah, so it's, it is like a mixture of Twin Peaks and Signs of the Lambs. Yeah, when David Duchovny's in Twin Peaks, 
as well. Oh, is he? Yeah, and he's an FBI agent. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> he's a he's a he's a transvestite uh, FBI agent in it actually. Oh, yeah. He's good. Very David he's, Lynch. Yeah, he's he's very he's very good in it. There's only one scene where like he's he's dressed up as a, like a regular FBI, like you know, like dressed in men's clothing. Right. And um, he's like just Fox Mulder. He's got the same haircut, everything, just like just flat out. So. And that's probably why how he got X Files because they were just trying to. Do you think X Files? They were just trying to do another Twin Peaks. They were trying to like capitalize off that. <clears throat> it became its own thing. It's possible. It came out in 1993. I think Twin Peaks finished in. Bachelor's gonna fucking kill me if I get this wrong. But like well, finished. But you know, it was probably similar to run because it came out in 1990. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. think I think the the seasons had finished in 92. I right. think. Yeah. Um, that would make sense though, because Twin Peaks was the biggest thing at the time. Yeah. 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 So. People just love it. For funny, the, f- the filmmaking's quite similar to it. It's a lot more um, made for TV than Twin Peaks, if that makes sense. Um, there's not as much of a director's vision with this, but there's there's a lot of like, and I'm sure you'll bring it up. There's a lot of like weird audio stuff in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's um, there's one shot where the camera was just wobbling around, <laughs> and. <laughs> It didn't look intentional. It looked like a mistake. No, well, um, it's um, budget limitations as well. Um, it's it's one of them where it is the it is the actual pilot, right? So it was just like let's just whack something together. Yeah. So yeah. Um, episode two, you can see the quality is a bit better. It's miles better, miles better. Yeah, but I I like that though. I like I like film. It's like it's not color graded. Yeah, like it is. You know. Well, it's still it's, it it's still um, shot on film. Well, you, you, oh yeah, well, but, well it but, will be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but, I don't think they had digital then, but um, yeah, I, I just I like that look of things. Yeah, I do. I mean, the direct, the sense of directions, like it does the job. It's adequate, especially for like early nineties, Christ. Um, yeah, because you know we're, we're quite spoiled now for TV when you think about us. Yeah, yeah. It was um, Sopranos that kind of started the golden age of TV, but before then there wasn't much good stuff. Like, the, like I mean, like well shot dramas or anything like that. No, no. No, it really no. wasn't anything, really. You know? No, no, and, but there wasn't there wasn't a cry out for it. Hence, why like Twin Peaks is a bit of like an anomaly because it's like before its time. You know, mm. like the idea. It's the same of, with Twin Peaks. Yeah. yeah a lot, well, some well, no, like Twin Peaks is before its time because it has this like overarching story, even though it's like a parody of like a soap opera and all that. But yeah, uh, you know, like very interesting for like three quarters of its runtime. Mm. Uh, whereas the X Files is very much of its time because of the Monster of the Week idea and not many overarching stories. It only came later on when there was just by pure chance when people started to want that, you know? Yeah, and also it became a lot cheaper to to make TV good because TV was always, you know, obviously just for TV. You went to the movies to, to see the big high flute and stuff. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, CGI's gotten cheaper filming's cheaper in general so it's easier to so really now like the money goes into paying big actors and that's the next level like right now like we obviously we reviewed the morning show and and um and a lot of stuff on netflix and what well, well disney plus really mm-hmm. and, and apple you know all the money really goes on big actors rather than production value yeah it's why it's why stuff like uh one division and all the marvel stuff is like one of the most expensive things ever put for tv not because it costs much to make just because it's 
big actors. Yeah, yeah, I know it's true. It's it's kind of sad in a in a way because it's, it's sort why of a, film is a film. I mean, film film will always be there, but that's why film on a blockbuster scale is probably lesser because you know because TV's where it's at now because you can make it just as good now. Well, it's not that, but like the idea of like a breakout role now as well. I just haven't seen that for a while with TV. You know, like it's sort of the selling yeah. point. I know you're not bothered. You're not like one that really gets interested in what actors play and what and anything like that. But, you know, at the time, it's kind of hard to put yourself back there, isn't it? That like David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson were like essentially nobodies. But, but, that, but that was the magic of what TV used to be. I think, as I said, we've kind of moved from it now, but it was like the, um, it was always the place where you could cast unknowns because that's not what, what sold us. Yeah. You know, you'd have a, same in British TV, you'd have like a prime time slot and you would put something there because, you know, back in the day, you just watch anything that's on. You only had like five channels, <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, and you would just watch whatever caught your eye. Didn't matter about the actor. It was all about what the story was be or like the intrigue. So th- that, w- that was always the case and you would always get massive, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, just as a small example for Will Smith. You know, yeah. you would you, you get these things where you could get complete unknowns. It doesn't matter who's the actor and that's and then they can jump to film it's like a it's like a leveling up mm-hmm. um, but now you probably don't get that anymore so really it's like supporting characters that have to work their way through yeah or, or it'll have the small role which they took over it's like that woman in um and um, once upon a time in hollywood who's part of the manson family yeah yeah who just had that one or two scenes that she just stole the show yeah and now she's, you know, you kind of have to do it that way now rather than, oh, a random person getting the main part in something. <laughs> she's in Death Stranding, believe it or not. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's one of the main characters. I was like, what? <laughs> she's she's the main character in a new Netflix film, which I can't remember the name, mm. which is obviously do, is the second most popular thing next to <laughs> Squid Games. Uh, but it, it, just briefly on Squid Games, it's I think it's the... It's the hot. It's I think it might have broken it now. It's the most watched thing ever on Netflix. Really? Yeah. And I was thinking about this. I got even bigger than Stranger Things. But you mm-hmm. got to realize it has the the Asian market tied down already, and then it's obviously taken the Western market by storm as well. Good point. Yeah. Fuck. Never. Yeah. I never thought of that. I guess more people have Netflix now than they did even in twenty fifteen yeah, as well. It, oh, absolutely. It will keep rising every year. So yeah, cool. That was a good little intro, nice and nice and long. We we dug straight into it. So yeah, this pilot. Yes. Uh, the, the the music is very. Um, is it no? Is it no title sequence? No, there's, there's no the fucking episode. title sequence. Yeah, it's really not. It's there from the second episode onwards, all the way right. up until 2019 or whenever they finished filming it. But like, you sounded annoyed by that, but <laughs> yeah, I am because like it's. Is it iconic? I, I probably would have seen it, wouldn't I? F- just from pop culture. Yeah, you're kidding. What the X Files intro? Yeah. Oh, it's one of the most iconic uh, TV intros ever. Ah, oh, cool. Ever? You must know it. I, I, I'm sure I will, David. You know the music, um, right? Doom, doom, doom. Oh, how does it go? Ah, uh, all that. Right. Doom, oh, doom, yeah. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah, cool. Yeah, but the, but that music, that type of music, is kind of at the start. That style and it, it really dates us. Not in a bad way, mm. but it's that. It feels like a stock early nineties, late eighties, like horror type music <laughs> that you just like. You get in a lot of films at the time. In a um, way, in a, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The 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 music is of its time, 
the or the um in fact yeah the whole score is of its time really but i think it adds to it it may, adds to the um the b movie silliness of the whole yeah thing. and and they also add a specific date as well just to make you think it's like a true thing yeah well they say it's based on a real yeah. Fence, which it probably was, like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the things are, Loosely, but like, say, yeah, but that, yeah. that's like saying Final Destination based on a true story. Yes, it is, but it's based, added some supernatural elements to it. Yeah, it's yeah. based on yeah. it's based on somebody not getting on a plane and it crashed. Not yeah, not and like it, the group would have been after. S- you. Some people probably died in this true, st- you know, it were taken to the woods or something. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, so we're getting introduced to Clarice. Um, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember uh, Scully's bunch of, first name. Um, Dana, Dana Scully. Dana Scully, yeah. And she's in a yeah, she's in a room, and essentially she's been assigned to investigate Fox Mulder. Yeah, who's a bit of a maverick in the FBI. Who's doing? He's like pretty much in the X Files division. Uh, is essentially cases that get um, you know, it's kind of unsolved cases. That nobody can figure out. Mm-hmm. Cases, cases that are like um, suspicious in the sense of the supernatural and the paranormal and extraterrestrial stuff like that. Mm. All that kind of yeah. shit. So the, she, she, she's a bit of a rookie, isn't she? Oh, oh I've just came out of FBI training, just like Clarice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that whole, it's that whole shtick, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, she's in a room full of men. It's all that, yeah. And like, and like um, you said, she's very much um, a skeptic, very down to earth, scientist, scientific yes. mind, logic, explanation yeah. for everything, kind of person. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, there is an explanation for everything rather than she has one. Funny enough, in real life, David Duchovny's the skeptic. And um, Gillian Anderson is actually a believer. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. There's a fun, funny little tidbit. Uh So yeah, um, he meets um, Scully, and they've been. Um, well, it, it's it's the opening, isn't it? Uh, there's been marks on these, on these people. Mm-hmm. Look like uh, mosquito bites. Sort of. They're like like parallel little dots, aren't they? They're sort of like always. There's a few people have them and they're all in the same spot kind of thing. Yeah. Um, something going on there. It's in them pop, it's in Oregon, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's where they go. Yeah, and um, they, they get a, they get flies, bit of turbulence, bit of banter there. It's a bit of fucking serious turbulence. Yeah. Like the um Yeah, they I don't know what they're called, like you know, where they, you put your luggage above you. Mm-hmm. Everything's just flying everywhere. Yeah. And all yeah, that. Absolutely. Um, and hmm. he says, uh, "Oh, this must be the place," <laughs> just because he wants to believe that like anything weird must be aliens, and it, it tells you everything you need to know about him straight away. Is like, yeah, that's weird. So we must be in the right spot. Like, yeah, yeah that's just <laughs> flat out what he believes. Um, and there's loads of little things that like. I'd have been happy um, this being like a short TV film and it never happened again. I thought like, do you, well, did you like it in general? For- I did. I did. I, I wish this was a film. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because the, 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 the things like when they find the, um, say for example, they're trying to investigate the the body, you know, the, and um, mm. 
the body of one of the victims, or so they think, one of the old victims, and it's like morphed and it's like fucked and it looks a bit like an alien. And um, Scully's like, no, no, this must be um, a chimp or something. Yeah, chimpanzee yeah. or an orangutan, something like that. And he's just not having it. He's like, well, let's run a test. Like, why can't we run a test on it right now? And he's, but he's trying to be like, look, I'm not crazy. I'm just, I mean, he says, like, I'm just as, uh, like, I'm just as sceptical as you are, but he's not, obviously. Yeah. And um, the the plot thickens because when they go to run the test and they have the results, their motel gets burned down. So there's someone trying to cover it up, David. Yes, exactly. Oh. And I, I've got to say, I thought it was going to be all the bigger picture of, like, or they were really close to it, the FBI and all that. And then um, it turns out it's the dad of the kid. It's there's I don't know how to describe it. There's loads of kids that are just like a bunch of like late teens that are all kind of like affected by these two weird bite marks. And they don't know. Yeah, and one of them is in a coma. One of them is in a coma. Exactly. And um, it's a bit I didn't understand. So... Yeah, he's in a coma and he's getting read to by this woman and she freaks out. What was that all about? Um, well, I'm going to sound a bit like Mulder here, but I'm I'm guessing that um, because they were going to ask her questions, the aliens made that thing go fucking crazy in her nose. And ah, right. The, yeah. Will this story continue? Is the whole series this story? No. But the, um, you know, like, how many different types of aliens are they going to meet realistically? They'll be like, yeah. they'll eventually come to the bottom of these, you know. Ah, so, so they're a little bit like the Daleks in a sense, how they're not on every episode, but they're kind of in the background. Yes, yeah. That's, that's a really good... Uh, comparison it's very like and it was them all along who did this random thing in yeah s- s- episode six yeah you know? exactly yeah. so it's very much like there's a few like that the go to sort of monsters i guess you know mm. um but not always i think in the show in total i mean god it's been so long since i've watched Loads of it, but there's probably like fucking like thirty different types of aliens or <laughs> something. Oh, <is> there? <laughs> yeah, there's just loads with all different subtle about it. with all different UFOs and I, all that. So. I kind of thought you'd never see any aliens in this. Maybe in like the final episode or something. Well, you don't in this because they don't have the money, but um, <laughs> you definitely do. <laughs> you definitely see <laughs> right. a lot of fucking aliens. <laughs> Can't get enough of them, and. Uh, yeah, so it's it, it's quite a simple it's quite a simple cover up and stuff like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But what I found interesting is just just their relationship. It's why I felt like it could have been a film because um, Scully talks about how he was paralyzed as a kid and his um, and his sister got kidnapped or something. Yeah, yeah, he's under he, he, it's a repressed memory, isn't it? He's he's under um, hypnosis interrogation, I think, to find out that. Um, that his sister was essentially abducted and that's what makes him believe. That's that's his backstory that he says, like, I want to find my sister. Right. Because yeah. I think she's been abducted by aliens. Um, 
I, 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 I don't think he ever. It, it, I don't think that ever really comes back that much. Right. <laughs> to be honest. I, I, see, I th- I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of trying to find overarching stuff that they're gonna bring back. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like it's that type of show. I, you know, I wasn't sure if it was gonna be Monster of the Week. Hmm. Um, they do. No, don't get me wrong. They do bring stuff like that back. So, but let's say, for example, literally, like you know what I said, um, Scully being abducted by aliens, right? And she's obviously frightened frightened petrified by that like that she gets you know when she comes back and um adamant that like yeah that's what that's what happened and then the next episode rolls around this is what i mean because you, you never used to be able to watch things like week after week so if um you must have noticed the way you know the commercial cuts in this always had a cliffhanger yeah, yeah. and then they repeat the line don't they which is like such a joke you know like but they repeat the line but in a different way kind of thing oh right yeah different yeah. like um way of describing it I don't know but um, with uh, yeah so when the if you watch the episode immediately after she gets back she's like oh I don't know what I saw <laughs> she right. changes her tone like really quick you know <laughs> like no well I, I can't say for sure I was abducted by aliens I don't know that so well you just you just said you were a week ago well like if you watch it on Disney plus then well you just you just said it five minutes ago <laughs> like so I don't know so I just so one of them right but um but don't let that put you off you know that kind of adds to the goofiness of it like it's um it's really good quality like show up until season five like i said it's really really good but um yeah do they have like a romantic relationship oh that is another one that is another thing um the the what if you know it was a really big talked about thing at the time like particularly on those gossip like gossip mags kind of thing you know that would have like Rachel and Ross kind of shit like David Schwimmer and um, Jennifer Aniston kind of crack but like it was you know like will they want the and all that Um, people don't know what they want because it actually did happen eventually a bit of romance between them and the the viewings tanked after really? yeah because it was i felt like it was kind of hinted at in this episode yeah it's always it always is but like the professionals you know and <laughs> it's like it it ruins their it you can see from this episode i think it, it, ru- it would ruin the relationship you know like yeah because that's not what the show's about so there's no reason for them to get together you know this half like halfway like flirtatious sort of being comfortable with each other kind of thing mm. and caring about each other but in a professional way that like that's what makes the show work yeah for me that's mm. what that's what keeps the whole thing together because their on-screen chemistry is unbelievable it is i was just thinking that it's yeah. like really really good maybe that's why maybe I, i've got to say i don't think bruce campbell would have been would have had as <laughs> yeah, good yeah. had as would have like no. got a chemistry it would have added to the goofiness, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sam Raimi direct a few episodes. But David Duchovny is like kind of goofy in his own right. Like I said, he's he, um, you know, he sort of plays a transvestite in um, Twin Peaks. He was in Evolution. Um, he's, Evolution, yeah, of yeah, course. Of which course. obviously only solely existed for the fact that uh, X Files did, or like he was only cast for that anyway. Yeah. Um, See, see, I, 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 evolution was the first thing I saw with them in. Oh really? 
Yeah. I see. I I was the other way. Like I always watched the X Files growing up. So I, uh, which is funny because I'm always terrified of things. And this show used to scare the shit out of me sometimes. I feel like I feel like David Duchovny was once one step away becoming a list. Like a big, you know, big movie actor. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I just wonder why it didn't work out. Probably evolution. That was his test. <laughs> cool star in Sean William Scott, wasn't it? Oh, I loved evolution. Yeah, I did. I did. I showed you it a few years back. Well, it's not a few years, but when we were older, I mm-hmm. showed you it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah, I loved it. Yeah, just nonsense. Um, well... Going back to this episode, the the least interesting part of it is the um, like what's going on with the teenagers. You know, it's every yeah. everything else about it is better, and and I think you can get from that that even the bad storylines that they do eventually do. And believe me, there's a lot. Like they're irrelevant because it's everything else around it and like you're getting it from both you know both ideas like I mean god how often can a skeptic and like a, um, a believer really have a normal conversation now absolutely not like yeah. it's one way or the other an extreme sheeple blah 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 whatever mm. you fucking all this and that and it's just the idea that they can be so professional together and they they care about each other you just it just sets that up perfectly you just know there and then they get on very quick you feel like they've been working together for years probably about halfway through the episode but it but it kind of happens organically as well it like just works for me yeah i i, I like it i like it as well but then again his uh, ske- uh his conspiracy theories is the aliens and in this realm of the show it's it, there's a lot of evidence for it well yeah um the the way they do the apart from the actual flash you know when they're in the car yeah and they lose uh, like 10 minutes of time or nine minutes they yeah. lose nine minutes <laughs> the flash is really cheesy and it like whoosh, and then the screen yeah yeah freezes but the um another thing that you can't really use much as a plot device now is uh stuff like i guess you could do it with radios but um i mean he's got a digital watch but it's an early digital watch the um analog technology like the analog radio going crazy yeah it's just scary it just always will be scarier than a laptop freaking out you know like yeah and, and like the compass going mental as well yeah uh, yeah exactly all that is just it's just better plot device in my opinion because um the digital domain is just not scary yet they've tried it so many times it's just not you mean from like you mean from like a sound design point of view not even no, not even that. Cause the sound design is great. Then at that point, don't get me wrong. But I just mean as like, um, if you've got any sense about you, that's just not the way that digital technology works. Whereas analog does have, even still to this day, it's just the way stuff was made back then. It it almost doesn't make any sense. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like why would we have made things that way? When. You know, like digital, like once the microchip was invented and all that, like it's just so much more like, um, I can't even think of the word. It's just better. <laughs> <laughs> just works better. Fair enough. But um, 
yeah, like freaky things like that, old radios, old cars, the car turns on by itself, like you wouldn't get a digital car doing that now. Like a digital Tes- car. You wouldn't get a Tesla. You, you wouldn't get a Tesla doing that, you know. Yeah. I find nobody would look twice at a Tesla turn itself on. You'd be like, oh, well, like, oh, well self-driving sorry, car, I, 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 I yeah. must have pressed the button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, 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 can, you can do that with Teslas. You can like, nobody does it though, but it's like a gimmick. You can, you can get out the car. Mm-hmm. And it parks it for you. And if you stand outside, you know, your shopping bags, you can call the car towards you. Yeah, there's fucking loads of them do it now. Like, it's actually, I, I can't imagine yeah. anyone doing it unless you've got a disability. But it's it's one of those, like, gimmicky things that mm. people are, oh, that's quite cool. Yeah, but watch- you'd, be too, you'd be too scared to use it, wouldn't you? No, well, I wouldn't, yeah. I don't know. But you, it's just getting used to it, I suppose, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So the idea of a self-driving car is scary enough for me in the real world. Never mind, like, but like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. This old, moving, yeah. the, the old Ford from the early nineties, like, and um, I, I guess there's a mystique with analog. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, um, this might sound really stupid, but the, the, for some reason, I can tune into a digital. Like, there's more of a logic behind it. Mm-hmm. Logic boards and that, you know, obviously, hey. Um, but with analog, I still can't really figure out in my head how it works. Well, yeah, exactly. This is my point. I know it's electric, but, you know, it's there's just something just a bit... Yeah, maybe that adds to the spookiness of us. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that, yeah, my, my point, exactly. That's what I, kind of why it works. And then, you know, like, it's simple things like... Um, yeah, it's like radio. You know, the girl that they find dead, like, her watch stopped at the time that they lost time. It's just little things like that, like... I guess I, I guess when things are actually tangible, because digital is just a bit of light, isn't it? Mm-hmm. To, um, it's, it's to show you something. But when it's an actual physical thing, like a, an actual watch, um, and then that stops moving, that's like a physical force that's stopped. But if it's digital, you probably just go like, oh, there's something a bit wrong with my watch. It's mm-hmm. a bit, you know, the, the, the thing's fucked up on it. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> well, but you wouldn't say that with a, a normal watch. Well, another thing about... Mulder again is like he's the one who just says he he looks at his watch and he ap- absolutely accepts that he's lost nine minutes and he's buzzing about it which means like yeah Jin's like you don't know that there was a big flash your watch might have just changed time you know like yeah. then but then it's like well how do you explain the car and then the car turns back on and he's like something's up in the zip code he's like it's cool you know that's it's, quite a cool line actually yeah um, you can't change time. Yeah, you can't change time because you can in this code, zip code. But... <laughs> you can in this zip code, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, ev- yeah. and everything else is just um, very... You know what it is? You know the the kind of shows that we've been like complaining about that like a lot of sort of people in the like 40s and 50s are into like a lot of the like bog standard run-of-the-mill police dramas and all that. Yeah. The, the X-Files is just a really fucking good version of all that that they still haven't done better <laughs> than then yeah it's, it, it it does feel very run of the mill it's it's one of them where the two lead actors completely outshine everyone else there's no like some of the acting's a bit off with some of the other especially like the kid actors yeah yeah for sure but yeah. I'm I'm far more forgiven of that I think than you are yeah. because I I see the charm in it you know I like, I like all that. It didn't take me out of it, like, because I was just in, like, I just enjoyed it for the silliness of it anyway, you know? It's like, yeah. well, I'm just watching <laughs> two. It's, it's, it's one of them when you're like, you, you know, for me, I thought, like, okay, he seems like the bad guy, but the show's a bit more clever than that. 
it's gonna it's gonna give me a twist. Mm. It's like no, it's it's actually what um, Scully said in the tin, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so, some, oh yeah, yeah, you got that spot on. But then, <laughs> but then sometimes it's the other way, you know. Like sometimes it doesn't always go to like aliens. Sometimes they do find the like real side of it. I, I think if I, the way they wrote the show, even though they did just blag it, is that they they do make it so there's a logical explanation for everything that happens. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. So there is. So it's clever writing. It's cleverer than you think because. Um, so there's no aliens in the show. There's there's. No no there 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 is, but there's also <laughs> a logical explanation for everything. It's okay. sort of weird. Right. So you can enjoy it regardless of your feelings towards whatever's <laughs> happening, you know. But I think I think even past that, it's just the great characters at the in the core of it that makes it work. And I think more than any other show that we've done, I, I can't imagine it without the two actors. And I know you think like, um, again, like, you know, like actors don't appeal to you for something, but like they try to get the show, like they try to carry on without David Duchovny. Mm. You know, they they wrote him out. To try and kill yeah. the to, to try and kill the show and it didn't die, um, and they replaced him with uh, the, you know the guy who plays the T one thousand in Terminator two, mm-hmm, the police officer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They replaced David Duchovny with him. That's quite a good casting choice. It is a great cast, great yeah. casting choice, but um, it just didn't work. They just yeah. it's that magic thing that you just can't plan that made the show run for so long and they'll bring a, a they'll bring it back be- again I bet you they will I they, bet you they, brought, they brought it back in 2018 yeah I know I know um, for like six part funny enough Twin Peaks did the same I, I dare say in the same year actually weirdly enough I think Twin um, Peaks was 2017 the was return it? yeah and then X-Files yeah. being X-Files did it again the year after right well yeah. we'll come back then <laughs> well fuck you yeah we'll rip here again yeah, six part, yeah a, little, a, little, a little mini series version mm. of it Hi, Connie. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? Um, not really. I'd love to watch the film. I've never seen it. Cool. Uh, would you recommend? <laughs> uh, would you recommend it? Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't have to commit to it. You can just take it for what it is. I'd recommend looking up the good episodes and just fucking get stuck in. Mm. You know? Um, because the rest of it doesn't matter. And like, mm. that, you know, the, I think the fucking, the man with the cigarette, the cigarette smoking man, um, I think he fucking dies like three times and stuff and they just keep bringing right. him back and all that. Right. So like, it sort of goes... It goes places, the show. For, it goes fucking mental later on. But Well, for me, that that's my worry of carrying on with this. Because um, I feel happy to prove me wrong, because I, I feel like I'm wrong in even saying this. Go on. But the whole Monster of the Week thing, I feel like I, I don't care about. I don't, I'm not for that. Mm-hmm. Simply because in this episode, they build such a great chemistry, and I f- it feels like it's there's going to be a big overarching thing. Like this, this actual investigation... In this episode, is going to be the whole se- season. 
um, it isn't, but I I, I, I kind of want that, and I don't want it to be like anyway. We're going to res- we're going to reset next week. You still got the characters; they have you know still great chemistry, but actual plot lines don't carry over. I know they do. I know they do in like certain. There's, there is mm. a continuity, but it's not like oh my god, last week this happened, therefore there's a consequence to that. It's if I, like, it, oh, right. if I remember right, off the top of my head, um, three episodes of this season. Of the first season relate to this episode. Right. Okay. Well, I I, I guess the, the way I'm proving myself wrong is because I, I do like Doctor Who and that's kind of in a similar vein. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah, um, of course. It's it's Doctor Who and it's <coughs> Scooby-Doo for adults. Mm. I don't know. That, there's no fairer way to say it than that. And you can like that or not. You know that that that's absolutely fine, but would you say it's would you say it's similar in that sense continuity wise with like Rick and Morty? How it is its own thing in every episode, but there's still the the, the odd there's still that slight overarching thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like a hard reset every time. You know what I mean? They yeah. get they, they get older, they learn, they grow yeah, and stuff. You. you know. Okay. Um, they're lin- like they're still uh, there's a timeline to it all. You know. Mm, okay. It's not just. Um, I don't know, it's not fucking, like, a 70s TV show, like Starskin Hutch, where nothing matters or something. Yeah. You know, it's just... What... God, this went on for 11 seasons, Christ. Uh, well, what do you think the... Uh, what's the MDB rating for the show, do you think? I think it's quite low, relatively, because of how long it went on and how little of a fuck they gave by the end. The first end. <laughs> I think it's got three endings, this. But, um... Seven point eight. Um eight point six. Really? Yeah. Glad. Good look I'm I'm happy about that, to be fair. The first episode as well. I really rate it. And it's been so long since I've seen the rest. I based on that I've gotta say exactly the same. Eight point six. Eight point four. Eight point four. So pretty good. It's actually one of the highest ones of the first season. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of like sevens in this series. This season, sorry. Uh so I That's not bad for a first season coming out in nineteen ninety three. I've gotta say. It's not bad. Yeah, you you gotta think of the time. Yeah. Uh, and it like I said in you know my facts at the start, like it um it finds its way, do you know what I mean? It's like you're sort of lucky that like you've got a show that found its feet later, you know? Yeah. Um but the groundwork's there. And I just think if you're not liking an episode, just fucking skip it, you know what I mean? And put another one on. Or like like I said, look them up. Just look up the good ones. Yeah. There's um and especially in a world where everybody's so conspiracy driven right now, I think it's an interesting thing to go back mm. to. But that's just totally. me. If if you would like to recommend us another episode, obviously we're doing our Halloween bonanza this month. Um, funny enough, um, Spotify have just released a, a way of you um, us asking you questions. We could do polls on there as well. So if um, it's just another way you can get in contact with us, really. If you click on this episode, oh well, obviously you'll be hopefully you'll be listening to it uh, on Spotify. Uh, if you scroll down on this actual episode you listen to right now, you can. Um, you know, you you can you can rate the show if you liked it or not, and you can um, leave a comment right now, and um, we'll read it out 
next episode. Uh, where else can you find us, David? Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter under Don't Blame the Pilot. Oh, God, sorry. It's all right. Finally, did you um, did you close the door without even standing up? No, I, I bumped my desk. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but we're going to make a Facebook, we've decided. We'll, we'll let you know. Probably coming we'll out June 2023. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, our email is don't blame the pilot, all one word, at gmail.com. I can't remember if I said the Instagram and Twitter, but it's don't blame the pilot, all one word. Uh, and the TikTok videos are coming thick and fast again. That's DBTP podcast, all one word. And I believe that is it. Do you believe, David? Yeah, yeah uh, I kind of do. I'm one of them that, like, honestly, just I guess as a closing point, I um, I like to think that like I'm smart enough to go. Well, obviously, fucking not, right? There's no way any of these earlier times. And then when I get drunk or like fucking like particularly when I'm drunk, like really drunk, I put nothing but UFO videos on and I scream at the TV. Go and look at that. How do you explain that? How do you explain <laughs> yeah. that? Honestly, I've done it. Yeah, mm. blind drunk. So like when I can't remember, so the sub- my subconscious believes. I can't believe I just fucking openly admitted that. It makes me sound so stupid, but I do, yeah. I'm coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I believe in the gold, aliens, baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next. But what we'll do next? Oh, we're doing American Horror Story next week, so uh, tune in for that. Whoopee. Nice yeah, one. Yeah, looking, looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, but hopefully you enjoy the podcast and then we'll, we'll see you next week yeah thank you very much everybody see you Absolutely later time. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye I'll tell you one little thing it's not really a fact about this show to be honest but I'd, I'd like stumbled upon it that um the whole thing's filmed in vancouver uh until season six because david duchovny wanted to live in la so he could be with his wife right uh and like that was it he was adamant from that point he just wanted to work in la which is probably why he did californication and then the budget went up massively because of shooting in california <laughs> well it, by by that point the show was huge. I mean, you got to think, by that point, the film, it came out. Yeah. Like a film from a TV show. Just the X-Files is such a cool title for a show. Yeah, no, no, it is. I just, it feels like a film title. Mm-hmm. I'll just call it The X-File. The X-File. That's the reboot right there. Yeah. Oh, my God, right. I can, uh, to be the fair, files. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put this on as a post-credit thing just while we're talking. Yeah. If you were going to reboot the X-Files right now, who would you cast? Ooh. Um, you have to bear in mind that... The, Zac Efron? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you'd have to bear in mind that they need excellent screen, on-screen chemistry. And I would have... what oh Christ, what's her name from Doctor Who? Uh, <coughs> um, she's in The Avengers as well. Oh, Karen, her in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Karen... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. She's the one in Jumanji. Yes, her. Yeah. The ginger hair one, please. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
gone, but yeah, good. <laughs> Matt Smith. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know for the guy. What do you think? Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm happy with. I'm happy with the female choice. The guy. Um. Fuck. The guy. Someone suave enough to be FBI. An American. Um. I'd never get him, but, like, what about the dude from Sorry to Bother You? Yeah. That's a good shout. He looks like an FBI agent, him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Done. <laughs> He's there. Right, sweet. 